0: What's going on? We always do a countdown. I don't know. It made me giggle today. I don't know why. Did it? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But um, so we are back. And yes. we're oh, gonna talk about I'm one sure of my I'm favorite sure. subjects. Oh, well, that was nice. Yeah, well, He was I'm dancing for those of you sure. that are just listening. <laughs> Sorry. I
1: was yeah. Go ahead.
0: So you're you're excited about our subject today too. Well, I would hope so. Ow. I just hit my hand. Um, it's our son. <laughs> Gray. Yay. He's the best. Gray. He we is. love him so much.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Gray's awesome.
0: Yeah. And so um, probably through this, I don't know, I might cry. I mean, I'm a mom and he's my son and you yeah. might. Are you going to cry?
1: There's a, there's a high probability of that probably. That would
0: be sweet if you did. You should try to make that a point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, honestly, we haven't really, I mean to a few people individually we've said a bit of our testimony with Gray but honestly not on here and so um earlier i was just praying about the podcast cuz we always have the discussion hey what are we going to talk about this week and we pray on it and we you know we were thinking of one thing and then i was just spending time with the lord and i just got so thankful and i was a blubbering mess Aubrey, earlier which you know hmm. You were working on something, so you didn't know about that, yeah, but I was just thinking about the goodness of God and you know our son's story, and so I was like i think it's I think it's time to just talk about how good God is and through our son's life and through us getting to be his parents and all that
1: yeah well and and i think I think it's cool too to to be in such a place like you know like that you have there's so many different podcasts that are out there, and you know you can you can find pretty much anything to listen to yeah, that that, much it, that yeah. you want to listen to and and I'm not I'm not saying that that's bad but one of the things that that we always wanted to do in in peace of authenticity is just to remain authentic and you know some days some days the lord will give you things on on your podcast or you know maybe you have a bible study or maybe something like that where where the lord will just bring something to your attention that's like okay we need to talk about this in our podcast, or um, maybe there are other days where you're just really not feeling anything. But all you can do is sit there and go, "Well, Lord, what am I supposed to talk about on this podcast?" You know mm. what I mean? And and nothing ever comes to you. But then you know you can stop and you can reflect on how good God has been to this point. And and I think that maybe you don't always have something to teach. But you always have something to be thankful for, mm-hmm. and and I, I I believe that when we position our hearts towards thankfulness, then that is the place to where you can actually be content in every season, like what Paul talks about. You mm-hmm. know, um, and no matter what you're going through, you can always look back and be like, Lord, thank you so much for mm-hmm. for everything that you've done yeah. for us, and and you know maybe we, maybe this isn't one of those podcast that's just gonna go you know and, and just like minister <laughs> revelation yeah, but ma- you know. I,
0: I believe it'll it'll show you the goodness of God and also what you're thankful for in your life and maybe you've yeah. over you've overlooked it maybe you, yeah. you know yeah I was uh, already about to cry when you were talking so I'm like oh no yeah oh I, no <laughs> you know
1: it, it's it's amazing it's amazing to me because the, the the longer the longer that i'm I'm in a relationship with Jesus the the more that I start to realize, that we always make up these ideas in our mind about mm-hmm. how things are supposed to be. And, you know, rarely, if ever, most of the time I would say never, is, is how things un- unfold like the way we want them to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God is clearly not surprised by anything that we go through. And so I think it's, it's kind of, you, when you can walk in in a multitude of trust to where it's like dude this completely caught me off guard mm-hmm. like I'm not ready for this if you can walk into those things with your head high just knowing you know I might be surprised and I might be taken off guard but God is not surprised mm-hmm. and you know I might be about to walk into the greatest storm of my life mm-hmm. But you know, Jesus is walking on the water to me and He's He's bidding me to come mm-hmm. out onto the waves. And you know, uh many many of you probably know, you, I mean you guys see Gray at the beginning of, of in the at the end of all. We the need new of, footage though. Yeah, gray's a lot bigger <laughs> than that now. Um but but Gray Gray is is a blessing in, in many different ways, but uh from the from the day that that we found out that Jordan was pregnant with with Gray I remember I I laid hands on on Jordan's stomach mm-hmm. every single day yeah. and and I just I spoke things into Gray's life and and I remember praying lord thank you so much because it's it's not lost on me that there are people out there that can't conceive at all and so I want to be thankful for mm-hmm. everything that that the Lord brings me, no matter what that looks like. And and we couldn't have been more thrilled for for those of you guys that are watching this. You know, as parents, you know, when you find out, especially on your first <laughs> one, you know, um, you find out that that you're you're pregnant. You're just boom through the through the roof. And you know, I, I lost both of my parents, and and I lost you know my older brother, and and so like. I just held on to this promise that just like Job, mm-hmm. you know, that that my my latter years would be better than the former. Mm-hmm. And and so when we found out that we were pregnant with Gray, I just remember I'm like, I was fervent, you know, like mm-hmm. in my prayers, like every day, like we didn't go to bed without, you know, me laying hands on him. And, and we still pray for him every night now, oh, too, yeah. is uh, before he goes to sleep in his crib. but. I mean, it, it was just amazing because I knew I didn't I didn't know what was coming, mm-hmm. but what I knew was that as long as I prayed over him, right? Like I was I was praying protection, I was praying mm-hmm. all of these things because God knew what was coming, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, and a, a little more background. So first of all, uh, my pregnancy was a surprise. And Aubrey yeah. Aubrey had been wanting a baby for a while, and I didn't realize how much so, I'm going to put this funny little story in here, I didn't realize how much so until one morning when Aubrey was like, oh my gosh, I just had a nightmare, and I was like, what happened? Oh my gosh, no, I'm not that dramatic, but I was like, what happened in your nightmare? And Aubrey was like, well, I had a dream that we finally had a kid, and I was like 80, <laughs> And I was trying to play catch with him outside, but I kept hurting myself. So I'd pull my, like, pull your arm out, out of its socket and, like, yeah. hurt your arm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is real. This is, <laughs> you really want a child. And so, you know, Greg came at the perfect time. Not, you know, my scheduled time, I guess, but the perfect time. And um, I remember I was still in my first trimester. I went to a worship uh, conference in Texas because we knew Gray's name, his first name was going to be Gray, but we just couldn't figure out a middle name. And then um, I went up for prayer and they prayed over Gray. You know, I mean, it was barely a little bump, you know, your first trimester. And mm. they pr- prayed over him. And right when I turned around to go back to my seat, the Lord said, Name his middle name Isaac. And I was like, Okay, Gray, Isaac Anderson. I love that. Like, that's amazing. And so little did I know that, you know, y- you said the Lord promised you. H- how did that promise go, Aubrey? Because you were like, that's crazy, Isaac, because it's like you're Abraham and you got, you know, your promise.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, from, from the biblical scripture, right, God God promised Sarah and, and Abraham a son you know, but they were like in their, in their older age. And so like, like just, Aubrey's dream. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just, just like in my dream. And, and so like God kept promising them this and, you know, Sarah even laughed about it. Yeah. Because, like I just did. Yeah. You I know, just, be, just because, just because he's like, well, how's this going to happen? Yeah, I don't even know. There's no way. And, and so, um, uh, the Lord promised me a long time ago, because you know, when when you lose and you walk through, um, you know, the first part of your life. You know, by the time I was 25 years old, lost both my parents mm-hmm. and, and my older brother. You know, the, the Lord kind of like made a promise to me that you know what was to come, what was was going to fulfill all these like not not replace all the losses, but it was gonna you know. I was gonna take that morning and 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 bring joy back to me. And so the the Lord, you know, promised me. And so when when Jordan said Isaac, I, I immediately thought of the story of, of Abraham and how Isaac, you know, came along mm-hmm. and and it was Isaac was a promise from God to Abraham. And so then gray Isaac would be a promise from God to me. Mm-hmm and yeah it was it was a powerful oh are you getting a little emotional I was. oh my
0: gosh this is gonna be hard because I was too but um so let's fast forward to that night we were watching a movie we've still never finished the movie because my water broke I didn't know my water broke I just thought I peed a little
1: yeah
0: (laughs) I was like what and so we ended up going to the hospital and they were like well it looks like your son's birthday is gonna be March 23rd, you know, 2019. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is real, yeah. you know. And, and we were, were trying excited. to hold out
1: for March 26th, because that was my that was my dad's birthday. And so we were like, man, it would be cool if if Gray could, you know, come in and share a birthday with my dad. Um, but you know, God had other plans. Yeah, obviously. Bubby wanted out a little earlier. Yeah, Bubby wanted to come out.
0: And so, yeah, we go in there and everything goes pretty smoothly um, up until, I mean, this is a miracle in and of itself. Yeah. So I won't go into all the details because I want to talk more so about gray. But let's just say like I was having issues because they kept giving me um, that medicine that would spur on more, you know, labor, help me dilate like quicker. I was stuck at a five. I don't know if guys will be like, what are you talking about? But it's it's just it's. It's just a thing. So, I was supposed to be at a ten, dilated at a ten, right, to be able to push. But I was at a five for five hours, and so the doctors were actually pretty concerned about it, and they never said anything to me, so I wasn't freaking out. I didn't know what was going on. But then they came in and said it looked like we we're gonna have to do a C-section. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, he's gonna come out one way or another, you know. So we prayed and I had peace about it. They gave me everything for the C-section. They literally put the weird little cap on me. We're about to roll me out. They checked me one more time, and I was dilated to a nine and a half. And that took um, 20 minutes. So I think the Lord really (laughs) wanted me (laughs) to push Gray out. And so, yeah, then Gray came. And it was amazing. And, um, yeah, the Lord was there, right? And so we were excited. Our new baby, showing him off to everybody. And then probably like five hours in. Gray was like five hours old. And the doctor comes in. And Aubrey and I are just, I think you're standing by my bed. And we're just looking at Bubby and talking Mm because I was holding him like this. And the doctor's like, I think you're going to need to sit down, Dad. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. You know when you hear those things, it's like your stomach just drops. And so Aubrey went, sat down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's getting real up in here. Yeah. And she was like, well, the nurse noticed that um, your son has the characteristics of Down syndrome. And so, like, right then, dang it, I have to be honest with the thought I thought. And I don't want to say it, but I'm going to be real.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so the doctor just kept going. She was like, "That means he's gonna have kidney issues. His heart's probably in shambles." Like she just went on and on. And I was like, "This lady has no bedside manners whatsoever." Um, but in my head, the, f- <sighs> the first thing I thought was, "What a waste of a pregnancy." <laughs> and now, just saying that out loud, I mean, I've, there's a there was a lot of shame after I thought that, because our son is the most <sighs> amazing. Amazing gift to us that's ever been given yeah. besides Jesus <laughs> yeah. yeah, and of course each other, but i had to, I had to be transparent yeah. and say that i don't know if i did I ever tell you that yeah no,
1: okay, and, good. and, and, and I, like you know even from from my end, I think that you know you you build up this expectation. As a as a parent, you know, like and, and I think that, you know, because I was involved in so much stuff when I was younger, like athletics and, and all these different things, you, you have these you have these hopes and these and these dreams and these expectations of, you know, I wonder um if if my son's gonna like basketball like me or if he's gonna play soccer like Jordan did, you know, like can you think about all these things like this and, and um you know, I immediately thought, as the doctor was telling us, she was like, you know, he's probably going to have, you know, heart problems and, and kidney problems and stomach problems and just... Can't hear, you, won't yeah, be you, able to, just like, horrible like all things. these All these things, she just kind of unloaded on us all at once. And we were not ready for it because, you know, during all the ultrasounds and, and everything that we did, there was no, there was no possible hint at, at anything that was even off, you know, and um, I remember they asked us if we wanted to do the blood test or whatever, and and you know I didn't feel any checks in my spirit about that, and neither did you. So we no. were like, no, and and so so we d- we
0: didn't think anything about it. Yeah, a blood test to know for sure that yeah. He did, yeah, that he did have Down syndrome. Right? Yeah. That, no, yeah, no,
1: no. During while you were still pregnant, like they they could do the blood oh, test, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Sorry, we, we didn't we didn't feel anything about it, and. Um, but I mean, you know, just as Jordan was being transparent, like I, I have to be transparent as well. Like I, I just I broke down, in in hearing that with the mixture of all the side of like all the side defects that the doctor was telling us that he would have. Like I was literally sitting here going like, what the heck, you know? And you know when when you've and and, and many people can probably attest to this because it was a severely. Um, like it it felt like all the wind just kind of got sucked out of my sails and like all the, all the high hopes that I had and all the dreams of, of everything that, that, you know, my son would accomplish for those brief moments was taken. It was gone. Like I was sitting there going, what, what the crap, you know, what, what did we get stuck in? Like what? What is this? And then so so then the enemy began to attack me and was like, oh man, this is, you know, where, uh, yet again, you know, he's sitting here telling me like, Aubrey, you got another situation where, you know, where's God at? You know, like when you you, know, you lost your dad, you lost your brother, you lost your mom, and now this, it's like, can't, you know, can't God just, you know, can't you catch a break? And and it was so selfish. It was so but but I you know, I have to be honest, like yeah. these these things just kinda came through my head and I you know, I began to to call people that were, you know, really important to us uh, at the time, you know, and and people that I really allowed to speak into my life and, and I kept saying, like, this is what the doctors are saying, and like let's pray against this, like let's yeah. not, like I was even I was even hoping for a miracle that you know that they did a blood test on Gray. You know to to count his chromosomes and
0: yeah, which would take two weeks. Yeah, which would know. take
1: two weeks. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna fast and I'm gonna pray for two weeks because I want this to come back negative. Like I want, you know. And and it, it was just such a tough time. I mean, first time parents, we we didn't see this coming at all. And then it was just like, wow. Like so then we're we're, we're like Gray's not even a full day old. And we're already talking about having to go see a cardiologist. We're having to go see, you know, a kidney doctor,
0: you know, mm-hmm. and and all these things. They're, they're like, we have to take him in for tests. Like, they just yeah. took him almost right after they just took the him doctor and, told us all that.
1: You know, and, and we were trying to defend it in our heads. Like, we were like, no, you know, he he might have some of those characteristics, but... You know, and and I was trying to look up any evidence that I could of times where doctors said that a child, you know, had Mm -hmm. trisomy 21 and then turns out that it didn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I wish that I could say that that I responded to that moment (laughs) in faith and been like, okay, well, God, this is another thing coming. Let's go. But in the beginning, I was devastated and I didn't know, like, I didn't know how to handle it Mm -hmm. I didn't and you know I kept having to leave and go off on my own to do something because like I was literally struggling to swim in the information that we just got Mm -hmm. and you know it it was not it was not my proudest moment either
0: no and it was interesting too because um, which we'll go into some amazing things the Lord did you know but our journeys were really different and we didn't talk a whole lot about it yeah in that time, um, those two weeks were really intentional. And I, I remember now that you said the whole, like, when you're pregnant, you can get your blood drawn to see. And, yeah, we both kind of looked at each other. And she's like, we'll just think on it next week when you come in or whatever.
1: Yeah, you're next And we
0: were like, we forgot to think on it. And so we yeah. looked at each other. We're like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you sow the Lord. Because yeah. those two weeks, I mean... The Lord even, like, showed us some amazing things. Like, Gray already turned over, okay? And so we both didn't look into all the characteristics and shortcomings of somebody that was diagnosed with Down syndrome because we just felt like that's not what we were supposed to do. You know, we were supposed to be praying and getting to know our son. And, you know, and so we got to know our son, and Ugh the best thing in the world yeah yeah and I got the call um well it was de- it was the it you know week two to the day and first of all it, and the hospital was not organized whatsoever so then it was the day after the day of that it was yeah. supposed to be there but the nurse was like this is all she said to me because I called to get the results and she was like yeah it tested positive sorry hmm and you were at the gym and so i was like it rubbed me the wrong way that she said sorry you know cuz we've gotten to know him and and everything and it was kind of crazy that so aubrey like aubrey was like like dead set on like this is not it you know what i mean like we're going to believe that it's not there was something it's i think there was something inside of you too just kind of the denial mm mm-hmm. But I knew I was like I, I I believe he does, but I'm gonna be praying that there's nothing that hinders what the Lord has created him to do. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like that, you know what I mean? So it's like we almost prayed a little different, but like the outcome was like, <laughs> yeah, you know. And so, um, yeah, like I think you took that. Did you take that hard when I called you at the gym?
1: Yeah. Um. I. I, I had. I had this idea. Built up in my mind and like in my prayer time, like obviously, um it, it I think that we all can be guilty of praying selfish prayers.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know
1: I think that sometimes we we get confused with with what we want and versus like what what God's will is, and so I was sitting there praying and just like in complete denial over over what was coming, but but yeah, low key in the back of my mind, I kept always thinking like, okay, well. I need to prepare myself mm-hmm. in case yeah. what comes down the line is is not what I'm praying for. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I remember being I, I was at the at the YMCA in you know um, working out, and I remember Jordan called me and told me and like I had to grab my stuff and and I had to run out like to my car because um, I, I just couldn't contain it. Like I just I just began to cry because I. I immediately thought back to what the doctor was saying, and and it wasn't that time. I say that time because um, two weeks later, I've already been praying and like I've already mm-hmm. been built up to the point. That time wasn't crying like over me; it was crying over the fact that you and I were going to have to go through all of this stuff with a little boy that you know we'd connected with that that we you know we were just loving on for two weeks. And this is who God gave us, you know what I mean? And, and like, we're going to have to go see all these specialists and and all these possibilities of everything that could go wrong. And so then I was crying. I was like, man, it's going to be one point. And I'm going to have to watch this little boy just struggle. You know what I mean? Like, just go through all these things and deal with all these things. And there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. I'm completely helpless. I can't, you know, I can't keep people from, from making fun of him you know, I can't, I can't like keep every, I can't keep the world from harming him. And so I just remember sitting there, I had to sit in that truck for like 30 minutes and I had to sit there and I was crying and I was just talking to the Lord and I said, Lord, I can't, I can't do this. I I don't, I don't have the ability. I I don't, I don't have the strength. I've already walked through all of this stuff and I'm not strong enough for this. And so I'm going to need you. I'm gonna need you in the midst of those moments where I don't know what to do. You're gonna to have to move my feet. You're so I I just sit there and I and I I cried and and I just spent time with the Lord and I said okay I was like if this is the way things are gonna go, Lord, you you are in control. You everything nothing surprises you and I kept having to tell myself that over and over again. You know, Lord, nothing surprises you. I trust you. I trust you. And so then our our focus kind of shifted to where it was like before every appointment we were praying. And and still, I just want to let everybody know that that even with this diagnosis and everything like that, it, it doesn't keep me from from praying God's perfect will mm-hmm. over my son. I like I declare every day that he is the head and he's not the tail, he's above and he's never beneath and that the Lord created him for such a time as this and that he will live and he will serve God and he God has a plan for his life that's greater than anything that I can ever think or imagine and these are the things that that I pray every day because the Lord has to move my feet because everything about this is outside of my control mm-hmm. And and I I built this life after losing so much. I built this life into something that's like, okay, I can control all this. And I don't like anything outside of that that I <laughs> yeah. can control. I don't want it. And so when this happened, I said, oh, dear God, you know, the the, <laughs> the illusion of control. The, I was like, Lord, you're going to have to do it. He's going to have to do it. And I remember... What was he like six weeks old when we took him to his first cardiologist? Uh, he was three
0: months, yeah. So about what is that? So it would be 12, twelve weeks, yeah.
1: So yeah, we, we took him. We took him to the cardiologist and, and we got him. You know, we got him looked at uh, at OU Children's and everything mm-hmm. like that. And um, I remember the cardiologist was like. Yeah, he's got a few, you know, he's got a few small holes. Uh, one
0: thing he did say, remember, Gray got an echo when he was like brand new, still in the hospital yeah. right after mm-hmm. we had him, and he had a that blood vessel that was open above his heart. Yeah. So the doctor said in three months that had already shut. And yeah, it had so healed up. He was yeah. saying like, this looks good. Like, yeah. Like, he really believed. Yeah. Because Gray had a little hole in his heart, which he said it was almost like a, a fish gill. It was almost like a little bit, a little tear, not like yeah. a hole, but like a tear. Yeah. And so he was kind of explaining to us, and we didn't have any fear at all. We were like, "That's going to be filled in." You know what I mean? We just kind of well,
1: I I think something shifted. Um, Something shifted whenever we recognized that that we don't have control, and like we we completely surrendered to to you know just the just the will of the Lord Mm -hmm. in saying, "Okay, well this this is the way that it is." So you know. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. You know, like mm-hmm. like the Bible says like don't don't lean on your own understanding cuz his ways are higher than yeah. our ways and I can't possibly understand what's going on. So we just kind of released it and we begin to speak in faith that you know every appointment that we go to mm-hmm. is you know a good report. It's yeah. it's you know he's healthy. Uh that's one thing that I still pray over him even, you know, even if he has a cold or something. I pray every night that he's healthy he's whole, he's complete, and he lacks nothing yeah, and that's a that's a non negotiable because i mean you know even even if he does have a cold or you know he might be puking or whatever, no he's healthy you mm-hmm. know i i refuse i refuse to speak anything but that mm-hmm. and so we go to the cardiologist and he's like there's there's some holes in there but he, he he told us flat out he goes i've seen these clothes on their own
0: mm-hmm. yeah he was totally casual yeah, about it like it was, like, just it was super no casual I'm like
1: sweet one down you know and then and then we found out you know through like the the you know renal doctor like the kidney doctor, like the kidney doctor that his kidneys were like perfectly perfect, perfect, functioning yeah, great perfect function no problems whatsoever so then all these things that in the his doctor hearing, his hearing yeah, was great his hearing was great all all the things that the doctor first came in and and fear opened a door to which which caused us to kind of reel like to kind of go out of control where all these things instead of thinking in in the voice in the in the mindset of faith and saying lord okay this is this is what we're dealing with mm-hmm. we're in the midst of the storm we're going to walk with you through mm-hmm. it we started looking at the wind and the waves just like mm-hmm. the disciples did and we were yeah. crying out to jesus oh dear god you know help us you know we can't do this and and so we we get a good report from the cardiologist we get a good report from the kidney doctor we get um you know the the hearing test mm-hmm. was amazing and then we even had his eyes checked mm-hmm. and his eyes are good you mm-hmm. know and and everything and so and and he never um had like any stomach issues either mm-hmm. like they always told us and um i remember one thing that the the first pediatrician that we had um I, i'm i'm not going to drop bombs on anybody but this fool was terrible. I mean he came walking in with a kid's chart that wasn't even gray the first like one of the first appointments that we had. I was like Yeah. Yeah, and then um but so so he comes he comes in there where, where was I gonna go with that? Anyway, he comes well, in
0: Well it's just um something that it, of course Gray like certain doctors, kids are just numbers. You know yeah. things like that.
1: Yeah and well and and he, he Gray's first pediatrician kept saying, Well you know, uh, like kids, with, you know, kids like gray or, you know, yeah, people like they gray. tend to, they, you know, and talking about like every kid with trisomy 21 is the same, is the same person. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, the, the, like it's just a statistic or whatever. And, and granted, I know that the doctors didn't want us to be caught off guard by anything that we were about to face, but we already were. So why did, like, you know, they piled all that stuff on us. At the very beginning, like these are all the nightmares that that you are gonna have to face, and so we kind of jumped you know and listened to that voice of fear that said, you know this this is what life is gonna be like for your son and mm-hmm. you know so we we responded in in faith and um you know, we got all those amazing reports from the doctors and you know gray kept getting. Um, you know, bigger and he kept getting stronger and, you know, never had to go to, uh, you know, any type of specialist whatsoever after that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what we find out when he was 18 months old, we went back to the cardiologist and those holes, just as the doctor said, they were filled in (laughs) and his heart's perfectly fine. He has no issues. Yeah. The
0: doctor's like, I never have to see you again.
1: Yeah. It was, it was amazing. And so like we're sitting here going, all that report from the very beginning that they told us when Gray was like five hours old and, you know, we panicked and, mm-hmm. and like the response was out of fear instead mm-hmm. of out of faith. But God was faithful mm-hmm. in the midst of that to, you know, we have so much to, to be thankful for in, in you know, in the midst of, of everything that we faced.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been reading Galatians 4 and in Galatians 4, Paul talks a whole lot about, most of Galatians actually. Paul talks a whole lot about like legalism, legalism, and works based gospel um, versus the truth, right, and, and the grace of God, and that the law is no longer, you know, something that we have to follow for salvation, and things like that. You know, that we are righteous because of what Jesus has yeah. done for us. And I've really been reading that, and I feel like Gray embodies that. He I like, I don't see, of course, he is only two and a half, but the Lord's shown me some things. And I don't see Gray dealing with, because that's something I deal with legalism, works based. It's something that's so ingrained in me that I'm having to pretty much reprogram my mind and like get revelation from the Lord on the daily. That's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I can get through this and understand Jesus. It's not what I can do, it's who yeah. Jesus is. And Gray, lives that way he um we were praying one day and i'm not even i'm just gonna say it i heard jesus say that gray is his best friend he loves to come see gray (laughs) he sees gray a lot yeah and anytime we have a picture of jesus on our wall and anytime we pick up gray we're like who's that and gray's always like
1: yeah and he he always touches it he's He's like
0: and he's like smiling really big and i'm like i know that's your best friend jesus already told me
1: yeah
0: but it's just the way that gray lives um It's the most amazing testimony and reminder to us of how to be as a person. (laughs) I mean, he's literally like the best person. And something that I thought was a curse is the biggest gift and the biggest blessing. And, you know, a fear of mine is because you were saying like people making fun of him. You know, that was always something that I've been scared of too. But then that, uh, remember we were praying one day and I heard the Lord say, cause fear of man is something I deal with, which I've talked about on here a lot. The Lord said, Gary's not going to deal with that. Yeah. So I have to put into my head, it's going to hurt me more if anyone acts a certain way to him or, you know, and I've always been thinking like, what if people don't see what we see?
1: Yeah. Well, and, and what's, what's been crazy is like watching I, I, and I know everybody that's a parent in here. You, you know, you you have a little bit of a bias, I think. You know, toward your kids, but
0: no, not at all. They, not <laughs> us,
1: but you guys that are listening, you're, you're, you have a bias. No, but it, in a very real sense, it, it's amazing to to watch God move through your kids, and from from the very from the from a very young age, even before he could walk, you know, before he could crawl or anything. Gray had like this in and and it was a supernatural gifting to just like make people feel love. Like strangers, you know, people that we didn't even know would walk up and say, you know, can can I can I hold your baby. And and one thing that the Lord had to challenge me on was was <laughs> yes. letting go like like <laughs> of of like, you know, you can't you can't control what I'm going to do through your son.
0: Mhm. Yeah, that's and good.
1: you know, and so like there would be people, and and I remember at, at church and stuff like that, mm-hmm. there would be random, you know, I say random people, but that you know they were they were people that attended our church, but we just you know hadn't connected with them yet, or we weren't close with them. That would go, "Can I hold your son?" And like as soon as they would hold Gray, people would just weep, and and not like not like in a bad way, like it was just like, "Oh God," you know, like but like in a. As he just looked at them, they just they just felt something. Oh, uh, one of them, that them said was peace. And yeah, the other just, one said like joy. Right, um, just all like fruits of the spirit, mm-hmm. just to be to be evident. And I, I tell you guys, everywhere we go, like Gray will just walk by. If we're at a restaurant <laughs> or whatever, he'll walk by and he'll just go like he'll just go like hi or bye like that hi. like hi. um <laughs> to people at the restaurant, and and it can't like. People will literally be sitting there. I've seen it one time where people, a husband and wife were sitting at a table and you could tell that they were arguing and Gray would walk up there, put his hands behind his back and smile at them and they would both stop arguing, (laughs) look at him and just smile and go, oh my gosh, aren't you so cute and all this stuff. And then like just watch him walk away both smiling. But it's almost like he knew that there was needed to be some joy, Mm -hmm. you know, like injected into that situation right there, you know, and and it caused that couple to stop arguing, and then they just started eating their food. No, Gray totally,
0: 100% has discernment. Yeah. Um, He knows exactly what people need. He knows something, like my dad. He knows my dad wants to be goofy. So Gray is so goofy with my dad. But with my grandma, whenever she was here, he knew she needed cuddles. So the Gray Mm -hmm. that would run around and be a crazy child, he was calm, and he just laid in my grandma's arms. like He just... Knows. And, like, I was thinking about the two times that Gray, like, one time he saved us money, and then the other time Gray made a dollar. So they were both at restaurants. Do you remember yeah, this A guy? He came up to me. He's like, you're just so cute. Here's a dollar. I was yeah. like, what? He's a baby.
1: Yeah, he didn't even do anything. He's just sitting there. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then another time a couple paid for our meal because Gray was mean mugging the wife across
1: the room. Yeah. He, I mean, he was like me, my wife,
0: mad boy. And, and the
1: husband thought it was so funny that he, they, he paid for our food. He goes, I thought that was hilarious. The way he kept looking at my wife the whole time, but he made them laugh like from across the room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was just so funny.
1: Well, it, it's, it's just amazing. And like, you know, Jordan, before we went to record this podcast, like Jordan was like, I really feel like we're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to share this and, you know. We always want to be transparent Mm -hmm. in in everything that we record and everything. Um, You know, throughout this process, I've learned that, you know, God's grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. Like, I I couldn't possibly have imagined the impact that Gray has already had. I would venture to say that Gray's already had more impact on people's lives than I ever did. (laughs) And two and a half he's years. two and a half years old, but it's just because like you could tell that he just loves wide open, you know, mm-hmm. like, and he might not like go to somebody at first, but I could always tell it's, it's strange to me that, that, you know, like, it, like he'll want to be with different people at different times. And it's like, okay, last time you wanted nothing to do with me, but this time, you know, he'll go and want to be held by that person you know, and and like he, he goes to therapy every week, mm-hmm. and he loves his therapist, his occupational therapist. So she comes like running out there, and she's like, "Great!" And he's like, Ugh. "Like he wants to leave us as fast as he possibly yeah, can." It kind of hurts my feelings. Yeah, like he just
0: like turns around, and he's like, "Bye." Yeah, <laughs> but
1: then he's like, I mean, maybe maybe she needs that. Maybe you know, yeah. the, those days that he gets to see her, she just you know, he's able to like fill up her cup. I don't I don't know, but. You know kind of what, what it brings it all around is maybe maybe everything isn't, isn't like a teaching moment or you don't have to have something really spiritual to say, but in the midst of you being thankful for what God's doing in your life, he'll show you things in, especially in the life of your kids, because there's a reason that Jesus says, "Let the children come unto me." Mm-hmm. There's, there's a reason. And, and he says, "For such is the kingdom of heaven." Mm-hmm. And like, I know, I know that Gray isn't special in that regard. That all children, yes, you know, exactly. Jesus was like, "Come on, like, like don't yeah. you dare hinder those children from coming mm-hmm. into my like." He wanted to be closer to the children than the adults. Mm-hmm. I would concur with that. A lot yeah. of times, I don't want to be around adults. <laughs> like, no. I would just play with the kids. Kids are really cool. Yeah, but. <laughs> You know, it's amazing, for, you know, from a very young age, we have pictures of, of Jesus all over the house and like every time. And I'm not talking about like your, you know, your other typical like pictures of Christ where like, I'm talking about the one. The,
0: I th- oh, we shared it I think, yeah. on a podcast a while ago. The now, realistic
1: but. version of what Jesus looks like in, you know, forever. Grace always recognized it like he's always smiled at it or mm-hmm. he's always like reached for it when we'd hold the picture up to him, and it's like children children I believe are closer to the Lord than, oh, than we yeah. could ever um than we could ever imagine and I always think, man how where did I go wrong? <laughs> you know but we we kind of wanted to to share that story in in a in just like this mindset of just being thankful and reflecting on the goodness of God
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just saying that. In your life, you're probably going to be faced with with obstacles. You're, you're probably... Uh, we live in a broken world. Mm-hmm. We And until Jesus comes back and we all go to be in heaven and we're all, you know, praising, singing hallelujah 24-7, doing whatever we do, it's going to remain that way. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, do I try to handle and control everything or should I just get to the place where I'm just like, you know what, everything... Everything. Nothing's out of God's control. And I'm just going to be thankful because even along the way, did things go exactly how I pictured that they would always go? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But I have seen the goodness of God through the process. And I have seen that God is for me and he's never against me. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm in (sighs) over my head. And sometimes I get to a place where I'm like, Lord, I, I don't know what to do with this. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And I go back to that day, whenever I finally came to the realization that God was in control, and no matter what happens from there on out, God was not only in control of my life, but He was in control of Gray's life. I said, Lord, I'm going to be in some situations where I can't move, but I know You're going to guide my feet.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it is—it's that trust, you know. And there's so many times that. Like today, whenever I was just thinking about our son and who he is, I was like, Lord, we don't deserve him. Like, and Jesus was like, yeah, just like my grace, you Mm. know, he's a gift I've given you, you know. Well, it's
1: like, listen, I don't know if anybody else's kids are like this, but like literally gray, (laughs) you know, we'll, we'll, we'll like kind of spank him on on the behind you know which of course he wears thick diapers no. Pop. yeah so like we, we kind of spank him on the butt and then like 30 seconds later that dude will turn around and just hug you you know what I mean like like just make you feel like a punk you know like man why did I just spank him like he just loves me so you know what I mean yeah. but I mean in a very real sense though it's like dude I'm I'm thankful it's like it, maybe maybe I wish things were different you know what I mean But now that they're not, I'm grateful for the way that they are.
0: Well, because you, like we were talking about, you have this mind, this mindset of like, you know, I had this vision in my head about our son. You know, there were prophetic words over him when I was pregnant. You know, he was going to preach. He was going to prophesy. You know, he's going to have huge ministry, that sort of thing. And so whenever we heard about Gray, I was like, maybe that's for the next one. Like, I, I just... I didn't have much faith when I found out about Gray's diagnosis, and now I'm like, Gray can do whatever the heck the Lord's yeah. will is for his life. So if Gray's gonna preach and prophesy, then we're speaking that over him. We spoke yeah. over him every single day, and still every single day. Um, especially when I was pregnant, that he's a mighty man of valor, yeah. and mm-hmm. that, and I see it in his life. And there's something too, like with trusting the Lord and being obedient to Him, because. Like, we we heard, like, from the Lord, don't make this huge, huge announcement about your son, because I felt that push from people. There was actually someone that contacted the church that we were working for, and they were upset that we hadn't announced Gray had Down syndrome or something. It was weird. But I started feeling that push because of fear of man. No, yeah. we need to announce it. But then the Lord never opened those doors for us. Like, why? He's... Yeah. My son. I mean... I'm not going to label him. Yeah, he's yeah. my son. <laughs> so that's what gray is to us. He's not our son with Down syndrome or our Down syndrome son. It's not... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's our son. And he is the most amazing human being in the whole entire planet. I mean, maybe I'm objective. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Yeah, maybe Maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: biased. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, you know,
1: but at, at, the end, at the end of it all, you know... I, I I sit there and I thought about, you know, the grace of God and, and, you know, we don't, we don't deserve it. He, you know, he extends grace and mercy to us on, on a daily basis. And it's a gift, you know, like Ephesians two tells us, uh, he, he, gives us grace as a gift. And, you know, so you think about the parallels and, and I used to think the gift of grace, you know, that, that term is always used in churches everywhere, the gift of grace. And, and I was sitting there thinking about grey one time a long time ago and, and it kind of just goes together you have the gift of grace and then you have the gift of gray. And I you know, I was always I always thought, Man, if I ever write a book about, you yeah. know, one of these days when, when God is using our son in tremendous ways, if I could ever write a book or even what would be cool is help him write a book. Yeah, for real. You know, and, I'm
0: sure he'd like that title He'd be like, Yes, yeah, the gift of me. Yeah, the gift
1: of me. But <laughs> I had no idea that throughout this process how much more real God could become.
0: Oh my gosh, I've never like looked in the face as a parent you You've never looked in the I didn't know what that meant, but when I look to the into the face of my son, I'm just like there's God's goodness right there. There yeah. he is. <laughs> like yeah. I can't deny that. Like
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's cool and you know, so I just I guess the the challenge would be. I mean, we, we kind of wanted to to share that with you guys because it's you're gonna have moments of being overwhelmed. You're, you're gonna be in the you know maybe you won't have to uh, you know walk the same path that Jordan and I are on. You know, with with gray or whatever. But I feel like that that everybody has their own challenges. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own walk and you you're just going to have to get to that place where you trust God with with the whole thing and you stop trying to control and stop trying to move pieces around yourself and just understand that you know I'm a pawn that that God can use mm-hmm. you know to win the game you know what I mean and um and and just just in that whole thing of just being thankful in your heart for for what you do have and you know It changes your whole perspective Mm -hmm. of life is when you can sit there and go, man, you know, I wasn't thankful with the diagnosis, but you know what I was thankful for? The fact that he literally statistically proved everything else No, like
0: I, I would, I would say this, I am thankful for the diagnosis because of what the Lord's going to do through Gray. Like he's going to be like a living testimony of like, doesn't he have downstream? Does he have, oh my gosh, how is he doing this? Yeah. I don't know. Why don't you ask God? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, like, yeah. if that's what we speak over Him all the time. So I don't know. I would say for real that I I am thankful because of Whoa, the Lord what we getting, now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that, that's what I'm saying. Like in the beginning, mm-hmm. that that's kind of what I'm. Oh meant. no, like, I definitely yeah, wasn't in the beginning. I'm not, yeah, I'm not still sitting here going, man, Lord, I wish that you know that I could change because I'm <laughs> I'm super thankful for you know where we're at right now. Yeah, I was yeah just yeah, Saying yeah. like in the beginning, you know, you weren't thankful for oh, the diagnosis, not. but then yeah. in, in the midst of it. God becomes so real and he he shows us his character all the time and um it's it's amazing and and it's a gift and every day is a gift and, mm-hmm. we're, and we're not promised every day so i just want to challenge everybody to just kind of look around at things in your own life yeah. and just and just realize things that that in the beginning you might have been going oh god i i can't handle this mm-hmm. i can't do this and and just watch how God pulled you through You know, and and have, you know, all those wins, you know, journal them down. Mm -hmm. So that you, I mean, sometimes we forget just how faithful God has been. And I'm just as guilty as the next person Mm -hmm. to remember his faithfulness. And in the midst of of some deep water, you know, in in the midst of some storms, he's been right there with me every time.
0: Mm. That's good. Every time. Every time.
1: Every dang day. dang day, every dang day, <laughs> yeah. But thank oh, you this guys. This one went know, a little longer, but hey, yeah, this is a little bit long. This is forty-five minutes. But you know, we thank you guys. Thank you for being on the journey with us. Thank you guys for for praying for us, for for listening to us, and and you know, for continuing to support us. You know, hit us up on on social media. Mm. Uh, you know, share share the podcast with other people if you think mm. that that they need. Uh, to hear something, um,
0: maybe even um, this could minister to someone. Well, with any children, but I mean, a diagnosis. Yeah. That maybe your child has gotten a diagnosis, and and you're at one of the stages we were at, or you know, yes. like this could. Yeah. This could mean something to them too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, just trust trust in the Lord. And if and if you guys need prayer for anything, please reach out to us through Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever, and. Uh we'd be happy to pray for you to to lift you up. Maybe mm-hmm. if, if you're going through one of those stormy uh seasons. Yeah. Um let us know. But we love you guys. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you right here, same time, same place. See you, you later. You. Bye. Bye.